0: Welcome to Discovering Spirit Within. This is Reverend Deborah Phillips coming to you from the Spiritual Life Center in Sacramento, California. I have to laugh when it comes to these topics for uh, this podcast because I have a whole list in uh, this little notebook that I keep and I was going to come in here and pick one of the topics and talk about it because I don't do an enormous amount of preparation for it. And then I saw a cartoon in uh, online and it struck something. And so I'm going to talk about, you are good enough. The piece I'm talking about is called Andertunes by Mark Anderson. And as I said, it's a one panel cartoon. And in the one for today, there's a therapist sitting there with a notebook, and then Superman is in the other chair. And the therapist is saying, flight, super speed, bulletproof, heat, vision, freeze breath, and you're upset because you can't see through lead? Well, that's supposed to be funny. But of course, that really struck a chord with me because I can't think of anybody I know who has something about them that they think isn't enough, or they don't think they're enough, or they're not good enough. And there's probably a difference between being good enough and being enough. And maybe if I talk long enough, some of that will come up. But this whole not good enough, not measuring up thing, you know, it comes obviously a lot from our parents and... Uh, how we were raised and what things were said to us. It's like my sister had this beautiful handwriting and she worked at it really hard and it was natural for her. And I wasn't told this very often, but I was told that, you know, I should be more like my sister in terms of my penmanship. And it just turns out something, my nervous system just isn't geared the same way. You can read what I write, but it ain't as beautiful as hers was and we all have heard those messages over the years and in thinking about this over the last like few minutes being in school comes to mind because obviously we have to measure our progress in school and how what we're what we're learning or what we're retaining but the emphasis on grades in a way that makes it competition and makes it makes grades more important than really what we're actually walking away with. That's one of the things that teaches us right off the bat that we're not enough or we're not good enough. There were a couple people in my school back in the olden days who were really good students. They studied all the time, they got really good grades and I was uh, the bored kid. You know, they didn't they couldn't keep my interest. And so I sort of did my homework and I kind of got through the best way I could. And they would sit in class and ask these really complicated questions, and I would think, I wonder what's wrong with me that I'm not asking those questions. And years later, I realized I didn't understand their questions because they didn't even know what they were asking. They were just making a show to be participating so that they would get that good grade, because if they didn't get that good grade, their parents would be after them. It comes from so many different areas, and school is is one of the best examples I can come up with, but... It comes from everywhere. And if we're not really paying attention, if we're not educated in the fact that we are enough, no matter how we are in any one moment, we're going to carry this need to be able to see through lead, this need to have the better car, this need to have um, all of the outer trappings that make us look like more than we are because we're not enough. If we can get to a point where we understand that inside we're enough, wow. How amazing would that be? You know, we joke about the guy with the really big pickup must be compensating for something. The truth is is almost all of us are compensating for something in the outer because there's a part of us that doesn't feel like we are enough. So you might ask the question, how do I tell if I am enough? Well, You don't have to tell. You are. You are a human being living on this planet, and by that very fact, you are enough. How you function in the world and how you relate to the rest of the world is another question And that's where we get into the measuring and the comparing and the the grades and the this and the that and the other, but just your beingness is enough. That's why you're here. Think about a baby, a baby comes in and well, they're not going out and getting a job and you have to feed them and you have to change their clothes and you have to do all of these things for them but they are enough in that moment, right? They are enough. So as that baby grows, or as we grow, we start to interact with the world more. And we start to en- engage with other people and have other experiences. And we start to compare and we start to do that measuring. But guess what? That inner baby, that inner being is still there. That doesn't change. That doesn't go away. The difference between me now and me more than a few years ago is that I know more, I'm more aware of what's going on in the world and so I'm making judgments about it. When I was a baby, just being held and fed and stuff, I'm like, hey, this is cool, you know, keep keep it coming. And I wasn't judging myself and I wasn't judging other people. It's when we get to that point where we start separating out and seeing things as other that we actually start to come back on ourselves. Now, we talk so much about oneness and not thinking of anything else as other. You know, there's there's only one power and presence in the universe and try not to think of anything as the other. But here's the real truth is that if I'm thinking of something else as the other, I'm also thinking of myself as the other you can't you can't other you can't do otherness only one way if you're other then i'm other i wonder how many times i can say other without making us all crazy anyway if this otherness thing is what again makes us us have to be different somehow that makes us wonder who we really are and we start adding the word good to the enough so it's not just that oh i'm enough it's good enough and good enough, just as a judgment to the whole to the whole concept. I'm enough just being here. I'm enough just sitting here talking, doing this podcast. And I'll tell you, I have moments. It's like, who am I to sit here and ramble? I wonder if anybody listens. I certainly hope they do. And is it good enough? Because if I if I listen to other podcasts, and people are so so good at it, and they they sound good, and they sound organized, and they sound like they actually put some thought into it. And I come in here every day, week, and I pretty much wing it, because that's how I am. Yes, when I am doing a Sunday talk, I sit down and prepare it. But when I'm doing this, I am allowing spirit to talk through me and give you a message that um, just comes from my heart. And that has to be enough. And it's a really good exercise for me in practicing being enough to sit here in a room by myself, well, with a couple of cats, and talking to a microphone saying whatever is coming into my mind. It has to be enough or I couldn't do it. Doesn't mean that five minutes later, I'm thinking about 10 other ways I could have said something. But I'm learning to let that go. Because I've done enough in the moment. Everything can always be refined. Everything can probably be made a little bit, quote, what we call better. But does it really need to be? When word processing programs came out, they were, oh, they were a godsend because it saved us so much time. But I learned early on that you could sit there and tweak a document until, well, your brain started to bleed. And I it taught me to get to a point where something was acceptable, that I had done enough with it, and I could let it go. And I know a lot of people who work with graphics and, and different kinds of things, and they get so caught up in tweaking this and, and moving something one pixel to the left or one pixel to the right. And if you watching them after a while, you just want to scream, stop, stop, stop. I can't even tell if it's one pixel up or down or to the left or right. Please have mercy on me. Not that I've sat through a few of those sessions or anything. Another example is our weekly staff meeting at SLC. We come in and we sit and we pray in and we we do a few other things and then we have a debrief of the Sunday service. Now we just look at what happened and and how it went and if anything kind of went a little geeky with the sound or whatever um, speakers whatever. But we I mean we don't rip it apart. But we look at what happened and we're always looking to make sure that we're doing as smooth a job as possible. And invariably, when a new person comes into that meeting and they listen to us, they will say, but you guys, it was such a beautiful service and it looked perfect to me and you shouldn't be so hard on on yourselves. And my answer to that has become, well, we come in here and we look at it and if there's some glitchy thing really did happen, we go, oh, that really glitchy thing happened and we lay it on the table we look at it, we decide if there's something that needs to be done to make a change, whatever that is, we agree on it, and then we move on. Because we know that even in this event that we, that we are finding things that, that we want to correct, we know that it was enough. We know that in that moment, what we did was enough. And maybe that's the thing to start to understand that in any one moment, what you are doing is enough. Maybe that you have more to give at another time. Maybe you have less to give at another time. But in the moment, in now, what you are doing is enough. Who you are is enough. Enough. I think that deep down we all know that in any one situation we can only do so much. I mean, it might be a lot, but there's only so much we can do. And then when we say that, it's like, okay, I've done enough. That's all. I, that's all I can do now. Accepting that, accepting the idea that we always are doing our best in any circumstance with everything that we've got at that moment is, is enough. That's all there is. Now, you might say, well, but later I had all of this hell of this other energy, or I had this other information, or I might say, you know, 10 minutes after I, I end this podcast, I will have a whole bunch more ideas to share. Okay, but that's, that's not where I was, I here I am in this moment, this is what I have to give in this moment that is enough. Being in the moment is when you are enough. Doing your best. Sometimes I don't like the word best and better. Because when we talk about doing your best, there's something that tries that's calling us for excellence. And again, excellence is well, it's subjective. It's absolutely subjective. I can do something and say something which I think is the dopiest thing ever, and I'll get three people come back and say, you know, that was a really helpful insight. Thank you very much. I cannot really judge what it is I'm I can't really judge how I am affecting the world except by my intention to be kind and thoughtful. But beyond that, I don't know how I'm affecting the world. People tell me that there's things I say that that they got them thinking about something else that it never would have occurred to me. In that moment, I was enough and I didn't even know I was being enough. Labeling yourself good enough just adds to that measurement part, right? Because... In fact maybe it's even a redundancy enough is good good enough what is what does that really do that that just exacerbates the whole thing and makes us even more judgy about ourselves We judge ourselves so harshly. And yes, we've learned to do that by the culture that we live in. And I don't know about all the cultures in the world, but I know that my culture um, is a very judgmental culture. Uh, Just like, as I've talked about at the very beginning, going through school, you into into this place where you're always... uh, Second guessing yourself, you're comparing yourself to other people, these evil teachers out there that uh, grade on the curve and, and put students in competition with each other, thinking that they're going to get them to strive for better achievement or whatever. We had a conversation in my Thursday morning group the other day and we were talking about being doers and how we uh, in the United States are a very doing culture. And one of the members of the group just went through some fairly major surgery. And right now for them, sitting in the living room is an achievement. Getting up and walking down to the bathroom and planning to do a couple of little things on the way back like adjust the heat and pick up a glass of water, all has to be planned because of the level of energy that this person has right now. And they have in their life typically been really a big doer in life. And now what they can do is what they can do. And it's really interesting to hear that person talk about it. And they're actually fairly content with it. They're saying, this is good enough for right now. This is enough for right now. They're not even using the word good. They're saying, this is what I can do right now. And I can do this. And it's enough. And they will get back to being a doer again, but probably not in the same way, because this time of stopping that they have encountered is showing them another way of being. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't do things. I'm not saying that we shouldn't be active in the world. But what are our priorities Are our priorities going out there and doing and proving that we're enough by accumulating all kinds of stuff, accumulating degrees and all kinds of letters behind our names, accumulating, 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 or is it simply going out and being in the world and yeah, if you've got that degree, use it. Yeah, if you've got that car, drive it, but you might consider why you have those things in the first place, where they came from, what was your motivation behind getting them, whether it is something like, Uh, a college degree or a material thing like a a car or even a job. I mean, why, why is it that you're doing what you're doing? Is it because it speaks to the inner part of you? Uh, Is it because it it expresses the inner part of you? Or is it because you're trying to prove something to the world? And if you're trying to prove something to the world, then it might be time to stop. And I do believe that part of the cosmic or uh, metaphysical meaning to this whole coronavirus thing is We're being asked to stop for a while. We're being asked to consider who we are and what we're doing in this world and perhaps look and see, A, how can we be enough with who we are? How can we be at peace with who we are? How can we stop working so hard to become something that we're not even meant to be? How do we accept the amazing wonderful parts of us that we ignore in favor of all of this outer stuff now don't get me wrong i own stuff i have a car i have a house i have cats i have clothes i have stuff but they're not my my motivation in having them is not to prove something to the rest of the world it's to get me somewhere. It's to have companionship with these little fuzzy creatures. It's to have a place to, you know, a roof over my head where I can stay warm. Perhaps the question is not how do I become enough? Because that's actually not the question. You are enough. I am enough just how I am. So the question really is, is why am I spending so much time trying to prove that I am enough to the rest of the world? Well, it's really easy to say, who cares what the rest of the world thinks? If I know I'm enough, what do they care? Or what do I care what they think? Yeah, that's really easy to say, but we all know that we're really all sensitive to that. We want other people to like us. We want to be accepted. We want to be part of things. Even those of us who are introverts still want to be part of the world. We don't want to be the other And so in our effort to not be the other, we strive to be enough. And the more I say this, the more it starts to sound kind of silly. I've got to prove that I'm enough. I am enough. I was enough when I was born as a baby. There is that energy inside me, that divine energy just spilling out as love. And that did not go away. It got buried under all kinds of conditioning from the culture, from the world. But that enoughness resides in us deep, deep, deep inside, and we can look for it and we can still find it. Our activities in the outer world are a reflection of our inner self, and that might mean that we do something, quote, perfectly Or we might do it our own way, which is different and unique and funny and interesting. If we all did everything the same way all the time, if we were all the same, if we all agreed on everything, how incredibly boring would this world be? Oh my goodness, I can't even imagine. I find people from other cultures, even from, um, and I'm talking about even American cultures, much more interesting than just talking to my peers all the time, because I hear different things. I hear things said differently. I hear things expressed in ways that it never occurred to me that you could talk about it. Oh, from that angle, how cool is that? Sometimes I think I'm, it can get kind of boring. And so these other cultures, these different these differences are what make us who we are and still we're enough. We're enough in being different. Being different is good. We are always enough. We might not be at, at the highest level of perfection, but again, I got a real feeling that perfection has got to be just boring. Well, first of all, striving purpose for perfection is exhausting. But beyond that, how boring would it be if everything was just oh, just smooth and everything's going along, and we don't have anything to to look forward to or to do because everything's just all perfect? Ew! I don't think so. You are enough. I am enough. We were born complete whole beings. We came into little bodies that had to expand and, you know, learn to walk and feed ourselves and do all those things. But we came in as complete beings. That complete being is still inside. We are enough. You are enough. And when you really understand that, you'll be able to be like that Beatles song and just let it be. I wish you a wonderful, happy, insightful week. Thank you for listening today. Discovering Spirit Within is produced by Spiritual Life Center. If you enjoyed our discussion and feel inspired to support us, you can go to slcworld.org forward slash donate. And now, until we meet again, deep peace of the running wave to you, deep peace of the flowing air to you, deep peace of the quiet earth to you, deep peace of the shining stars to you, deep peace of the sun and daughter of peace to you, and may the joys of the world go with you.